people in a room, somewhere amongst them, there'll be just two truly incredible, inspirational people who are living their lives to the fullest. In this podcast, we bring those exact people to you week in, week out. 2% of a day is just half an hour. So thank you for taking 2% of your day to be educated and inspired by joining us on our journey as we learn the secrets, routines and dreams of the 2%ers. Hello and welcome back to the 2% podcast. Today we are excited to be joined by Ulalu and Julian from Raise a Voice. These guys are doing some epic stuff. Raise a Voice Productions, Raise a Voice Podcast. Great to have you on today, gents. Dive straight in, if we can, with a little bit of an introduction to, to yourselves. Maybe start off with, with Ulalu, just a quick kind of individual intro and a bit about, about Raise a Voice as well. Yeah, uh, thanks, Ryan. My name is Ulalu. I'm year 12 about to go into year 13 student and yeah, me and Julian made Razor Voice it's a platform made by and for the youth where we talk about problems that aren't talked about enough in the youth in, in the community and we make various types of content whether it's a podcast videos um stories on Instagram Instagram lives just making content getting this stuff out there stuff we want to talk about like mental health bullying stuff that's not talked about as much as we think it should be on social media and yeah we've been doing it since April and I feel we've, we've, we've put a stamp on it. So it's been fun making content, getting our voices out there, getting other people's voices out there who aren't heard as much. And yeah, it's just, um, we enjoy it a lot. Yeah, um, I'll just give a little introduction to myself as well. My name's Pierre, also known as Julian, as my middle name. I think that largely summarised it perfectly. Like we're raised voice. We try to, as youth, try to inspire other youths through bringing them on and letting them talk about what they think is like issues in society or developments that could be improved or like they see as good already and sort of bring that to higher cases and like people and try and make a difference or gain recognition for what's happening in society at the moment. Fantastic stuff. Love that. All right. Amazing. So I'm going to dive straight in with a, a question that I've got for you guys. And, and I think we can all speak to this. I'm going to ask, what does it mean to be young in today's society. Ooh, allowed you to go first or should I? No, you can go first. Okay. Well, being young in today's society, um, I would say you have a lot of responsibilities laid upon you because as you know, like trends are changing constantly. Um, demands for the youth are changing constantly because um, the world's changing. And sort of being young, I would say, has its goods and bads in a sense where we can, like, as we're still young, we're still learning. So we sort of look on each other as like learning, like potential really. But in a bad sense, there's a lot of judging. And I would say when people judge each other, it sort of puts each other down in a sense, and that can happen to certain people. And so being young in today's society would say, there'll be a lot of challenges, which means that you would have to be quite strict with yourself and have a sort of routine to not try to fall under people's influences in a sense. I'll say that's my answer. That's good. I think it's a very good, a very good question. Being young in today's society means so many different things now because it's like, there's so much expected of you. There's a case of people want to do everything so quickly because it's just, you see, you can go on TikTok and go on Instagram and see 14-year-olds making millions of pounds just doing making content making videos all that stuff mm. and it's just as a young person nowadays 
you feel more inclined to have a digital presence or mm. everyone's everyone's got one from a very young age you know by just having an instagram account by just you know making an account on tiktok start the blue and stuff like that you've got a digital presence and it's just a case of a lot more people want to build it i think it's a case of a lot of people growing up quicker and a lot of people having different outlets apart from just going out and just there's, there's a lot more outlets to be creative in a sense and yeah instead of you know going out and stuff why not especially with coronavirus happening at right, this right time it seems as if it was the catalyst for a case of let's go on social media let's make videos because what else can we do and mm. i think that's just spun across into like a lot of different things where it's a case of when you're young a lot more is expected of you now to be a lot more professional but be a lot more aware socially and that has effects and we know it has effects because a lot more young people have mental health problems now because because social media because of social media it's just there's a lot more things expected of you at a young age so when yeah. you say what, what what does it mean to be young i think for some it doesn't mean for like they're young anymore or maybe it's just the case of people getting into entertainment i want to say entertainment because if i look at if we're talking about an age range here if i say young between let's say 14 and like our age or like your age say for example Ryan and josh it's like it's just a lot more yeah i feel like you can go on instagram and you can see someone who's you know had their life sorted out by 21 by 20 by 19 and then if you're not aware of what's happening in the world you can see you can look at that post and feel like you're not doing enough and i feel like that causes a lot more people to do enough or to do more than what expected of them and then that becomes turns into a spiral where it's like you feel like because you haven't got your life sorted out by 20 you're not being you're not productive in a sense. Your, yeah you're not being productive when in reality yeah. everyone's road is different and i feel like yeah this is the case of social media affects your life when you're young social let's just take now. like let's just take 10 years ago for instance like mm-hmm. all these stuff like tiktok and people getting big at the age of 12 and 14 that was never a thing at our age like 10 Everyone years ago so for this all to change and people mm. wanting to be like oh i see these 14 year olds making millions of pounds and stuff i feel like i need to hop on that as well that's that's sort of their mentality and try to follow that trend in a sense. So I feel, as I said previously, um, people growing up too fast. Within this sort of decade that we've had, with everything just blowing up so quickly, Instagram, Snapchat, TikToks, all of this, like YouTube especially, I feel people want to grow up quickly to gain whatever they want to gain. But they need to remember that you're a certain age and you have to sort of, you have to enjoy that time because you won't be able to go back to that when you're 28 or something. So. I, don't, I, don't feel like, I don't feel like people are mm. growing people are enjoying it. It's just people are getting enjoyment in different ways now. A lot more different ways yeah. than you could mm-hmm. before. I thought that's what it means to be on to get being getting enjoyment from social media. Or just I think the answer is just two words: social media. Yeah, yeah. social and, and technology has definitely played a massive part in the last ten years. And yeah. certainly, I think I was ninety eight, and I think I'm probably one of the last kind of cohorts of people who can kind of argue at some level that they kind of had one foot pre massive internet boom but that's not really true i can't really get away with it i've kind of (laughs) that's all i've ever known is tech and and not necessarily smart tech but certainly technology i think what you've mentioned there on the kind of expectation of digital and of social is is bang on that kind of what did you call it the the spiral of not being enough or not doing enough i think that's bang on you know because from the second you wake up you might be presented with x influencer or x image or video or whatever from whatever platform and you know that's setting the mood for the day and you you know it's, it's human nature almost to compare yourself to others think about other situations and that's definitely something that i think everyone faces because it's pretty much normal to just look at 
look at social and look out into the world and, and compare yourself. I think that's definitely a, a massive thing. And I hadn't really thought about thinking about sort of Gen Z or, or being young in that sense of expectation, because like you say, things can happen so much quicker than they have in the past. And because they are, people are then seeing the potential of, okay, I, I can be a, I don't know whether it's a millionaire or, or I can be this or that. I can have this or that materially by certain age. And so that sort of amplified that want, if you like, to achieve that certain level, whether it's material or, or anything, like I say, that kind of expectation that you then place on yourself to, to have something. Um, yeah, no, really, really interesting stuff. Yeah, I think the expectation point is, is really important. And if you notice, it's not really actually expectation from other people. It, like 90% mm. of the time, it's expectation on yourself. And that is, I don't know if you follow or are, are a fan of Gary Vee's stuff, but that's why he always talks about patience, just because oh, people, yeah, yeah. so many young people are seeing these superstars. And again, it's a very small percentage of the population, but it's all you see on your feed. that have got the supercars, that have got the millions of followers at, at 21. And they're like, I should be doing this. I should be have this. And then, like you say, it's that spiral of never feeling like you're enough, which can be very dangerous and lead to the the anxiety and the mental health stuff that we'll go on to talk about yeah go on right <laughs> i was gonna say so what do you boys think to um <laughs> boys think to the sort of wave of anxiety that seems to be plaguing young people at the moment because I, I speak to a lot of people and we we talk about it a lot on the podcast in terms of people are ridden with anxiety around what people think and and daring to be different like they want tiktok fame and stuff but they also don't want to push themselves too far out their comfort zone and take a risk because they're worried what their close inner circle might say to them and that kind of thing. I, thought, that's what I, thought. I think that's yeah i think there's a lot more there's a lot in terms of anxiety a lot of people having different types of anxiety i think that's probably social anxiety as well, like, as well. just it's sad really but it's like a lot of it just comes from that idea of like expectation and a lot of it comes from there's a um having not enough not enough confidence maybe i get that like what you just said about um oh they, they might want to do something but then maybe they don't they're not sure what their inner circle will think about them if they do that i think it's a case of think about what you're gaining from doing the thing you really want to do think about the skills you might pick up at a certain age so rather than thinking about the fame think about the skills Think about if I want to start a TikTok, think about the video editing skills, the marketing skills, the skills I'm learning young that I can then develop in the future and maybe another career I want to do. And I'd say when you look at that, suddenly the anxiety sort of goes away inside in that sense, because even if someone asks you, oh, why are you doing this? You have a proper reason. It's not just because I want to get famous. It's because you want to, you know, you, you want to better yourself. And you could you use, you know, there's a chance of using social media to better yourself as a person. And I think that's a way that you can just excel, really. I think that's what we're doing in a sense as well. And it's a case of you can have, yeah, I think that really um, helps you because when you haven't got a certain goal, it can feel like someone's in the back of your head. Someone's going to be in the back of your head telling you you shouldn't be doing, shouldn't be doing this. But then as long as you have that certain goal and that frame of mind that what, what you want to do um, and why you want to do it, then... I, nothing can stop you from from doing that thing you want to do, whether it's starting a YouTube channel, whether it's being expanding your presence on social media digitally, whether it's just starting a business, even just like random business. Nothing's going to stop you from doing what you want to do because if someone tries to put you down, there's no reason for them to do so. That gets that gets rid of the anxiety in that sense. Yeah, and it was oh, interesting. Sorry. It was interesting what you said there about like think of the benefits of what you really want to do, and that might persuade you. But I think there's also a point of thinking: is that really what you want to do and, and are you motivated by the right reasons because you know if you're motivated by the fame to start tiktok chances are you probably won't stick with it and like if you're more motivated by the the content creation side and 
you know, you want to be a presenter in the future or you want to be a video editor, then even if you're not getting the hits and the views, you're still upskilling yourself, like you say. So it's like framing your mind mm. to why you actually want to do what you're setting out to do. Yeah, no, definitely. I think I, I would add though, like you're allowed to do things to to get famous or for the money or, you know, those kind of things that people do have a negative view towards some of the time. But I think then it's just be honest with yourself that that's the case. And like, it, it's absolutely fine to do things for fame, whether that's TikTok, whether that's something else, like those kind of things are not the problem. I think it's people being dishonest almost with themselves about the reason why those, those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. But I would, I would kind of segue towards confidence from that and ask you guys what gives you confidence. I would say what gives me confidence is having an end goal, really. Like, it might be hard at the start, but I've always had that idea where no matter how hard it gets, like, you'll never sort of, you can never, like, if you start from the bottom, there's no way you can go sort of lower than that, in a sense. And so having that confidence to build yourself up and try to reach that end goal. Like you're not losing anything. You're not disappointing anybody. It's, it's only for your own self goal, really. And I'd say that confidence to let's take for example Razor Voice. That confidence sort of came one like a massive part with it would be doing it with Alalu. I think you just gave me like a massive confidence boost in terms of like we're doing videos now on YouTube. And before I never used to sort of like to speak on like recordings and sort of listen to myself back. But doing about, I think we've done 10 episodes now in terms of the podcast and doing it with Alali, having sort of a normal conversation, talking about issues in society. I think that's sort of given me the confidence to be like, okay, well, if I can do this, then why can't I do 10 more videos, 10 more um, YouTube videos, 10 more podcasts, 20, 30, 40. Yeah, yeah. And having that goal at the end to be like, well, let's say um, a TEDx talk. That would be like ultimate goal, I'd say. And you have to sort of build that confidence to talk to people you don't know. So I think in terms of season two, how we're doing these sort of interviews, I think that's a perfect opportunity to get to know people and have a proper, like interesting conversation with someone um, like yourself, Josh and Ryan, and talk about issues in society, but also building that confidence in a sense. So, yeah. Mm, yeah, I think as well, like in the next season, we're going to go on and talk about public speaking as well. It's just a case of when I probably wouldn't be as confident as right, right now if Julian wasn't in it with me. So it's a case of we both have each other. We, we would just find ourselves having conversations like the ones you had on the podcast out of the blue. We said, why not do this instead? And it's the idea of having, as you said as well, the end goal, that is, which is like we want to raise awareness around topics. I mean, what we want to do is have people who are maybe unsure about whether they want to talk about this stuff, know that they, they can talk about this stuff through our platform. So through stuff, you know, not being, it's sort of, we sort of created this in a, in a way to inspire confidence, raise a voice mm -hmm. really. Because to sort of raise said, up issues for people not to be scared yeah, about. Exactly, not, not mm. to be scared about talking about these issues. So that was the start. And then doing it in that sense, it may seem a bit weird because then it's like, well, when you're starting and that's your reason, You've got, to, you've got to have a big platform to have enough influence to be able to influence someone to want to talk through your platform. But, you know, that's the end goal. And it's just a case of having, trying to get to that end goal. And it's like once, when, when you want to inspire confidence in others, I feel like that just gives you more confidence, in my case anyway. Yeah, yeah definitely in terms of, um, like, we started off from zero followers on Instagram, really. And just seeing the sort of support that you get from, like, we didn't tell any of our friends when we started this off. And so seeing the support and just people following the journey along the way, people who we like, I don't know if we could say inspired, but definitely sort of helped on the way. I say that's, I think that gives, gives me a lot of confidence in being like, okay, what I'm doing is like, 
it is the right thing to do because they're not sort of moving away from it. They're not like offended in any way. They like what we're doing. And like, we don't know, like before this whole project, like we didn't know them at all. And the fact that they've come on and given us so much like encouragement, I think that as well has given us the confidence to keep doing yeah. what we're doing. One more thing as well, it's like the, the way to be confident with like what you're doing is to have the courage to try and do that thing. So it's a case of, I think people talk about confidence, but it's like you're only confident doing something. Say like, you know, confident, being a confident bass player or something, I play bass. So like you've got to be a confident bass player once you have the courage to pick out the instrument and try and learn how to play it. Mm-hmm. So it's a case of once you have the courage to try something new and then do it, it's like then you become confident with expressing yourself online and doing other things as well. It's just a case of having that first step of courage and then having the confidence to keep on going. Yeah, I love that. Courage, trying. Yeah, no, I love that. What about you, Josh? What what would you say gives you confidence if you had to, to say something? Um, I mean, feedback is always boost, right? Like if you can see some kind of feedback loop from what, what you're putting in and getting the results out, whether that's a little, like a manager's comment or it's... A, like on social media even though people you say don't get attached to those sorts of things but i think if you do something and there's a way of measuring that progress even if it's not from an external thing even if it's you jotting down uh, your gym progress for example i think some kind of like tangible results where you can say i've gone from here i've done this and this has been the result of it that's what kind of inspires confidence in me to carry on with whatever i'm doing whether it's podcast gym work etc yeah no definitely i think any sort of feedback is useful because even if it's constructive feedback it, it it's something that you could use and, and leverage and build upon and then if it's positive it gives you that impact of you know that warm feeling where you're like oh yeah i'm doing i'm doing something good and then in that very rare case you get that destructive feedback you know you can't even predict them once it's it's more of a reflection of of the person saying it than it is on you anyway if somebody's really hating and bringing you down so that's that's probably a a good distinction to make is when you're starting a project or a business or, or an idea or anything, people are often afraid of feedback because they fear it will be destructive. Yeah. But actually the, the percentage of, of feedback that is that sort of really negative, hateful, destructive feedback is very, very low. I think in, in terms of the statistics, the majority of it would be either positive or then constructive and allow you to improve, which is useful anyway, which is what you want. And I think that's something that people can get caught up on when they're, about to start something new for the first time or whatever which is why often advice is just to start that's the best advice you can have because once you've started you start that snowball effect of of getting yeah. feedback and improving what you're doing you know yeah no really yeah. really like that links back to that anxiety as well it's the anxiety of having that destructive feedback mm. that causes you to not want to do the thing you want to do mm. yeah for sure that kind of fear i suppose that kind of playing into the future of what might happen or what might what might be the worst the worst case scenario i guess and I think even even touching on courage, it, it's something that I don't know. It almost sounds like something from a story, doesn't it? Like or like a you know a, a trait of a hero or something. Courage, yeah. but actually, yeah. it's something that we all have within us, and something that it is something that you apply to starting a YouTube channel or starting a venture or coming on a podcast or you know starting to learn an instrument. Literally anything that involves fear, you need courage to overcome it, and something that people probably overlook in terms of cultivating it as a skill and putting yourself outside of your comfort zone to kind of get more of it i suppose yeah i'll say yeah. about like percentage of people that give a negative feedback is about like two percent so you see what i did there okay 
<laughs> no, I'm laughing. I'll give you. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. That's uh, that's kind of. But I think as well, it probably is about that. Like it's. Lovely. I was holding on to that for so long. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, love that. I think. I mean that that probably speaks to to something I, I mentioned as well. Like the what I think you guys are really knocking on the door of and getting right is the the level of informality that you have with your content allows listeners and and viewers to come in, like step into your space. It allows for that safety and. Yeah when you guys are tackling difficult topics, topics that are difficult to break down, topics that don't have one sort of silver bullet, easy answer, you know, like you guys are breaking down knife crime, BLM, mental health, you know, difficult societal elements that don't just have one sort of simple sentence answer. But when you do it in such a way, like (laughs) I remember I dropped into an Insta live stream and I was just cooking and you guys were cooking as well. So I was like, Oh "Oh, yeah, I'll just jump in as well. Um, So that's, that's calm. And I think that that sort of informality or like stepping into your zone is, is something really good. I mean, just quick, like what would, what is the reason for that? Like, why, why did you go down that route of, of informality? Oh, just, um, that's the exact. Okay, yeah. I yeah, would like, say, is, is that bang on? Uh, yeah. I would say, when I was always growing up, I would always get told off for doing something bad, really. Like, I've, like, I've got strict parents. My mom and dad both strict. So, yeah. I would say, that sort of influenced me to be like, okay, well, if I had a child, how would I like to sort of tell them that they've done something wrong, but mm. sort of encourage them to do it right in the next way? And so having that sort of very basic conversation with them, but having a very like comfortable and relaxed approach to it, I'd say that encourages someone to like change for the better next time. Like, let me just, I've improved in terms of like cleaning up my room and stuff because it's just been drilled into me. But when my, like, when I've been told something by my peers, for example, that, okay, like what you've done is wrong. And they sort of like joke in a sense but there's also a serious aspect about it as well i think that's encouraged me to be like when i sort of reflect on it myself i'm like okay yeah what i've done is wrong like i can't believe i've actually done this and then i sort of look in the future about how to change that and so i think that's influenced the way we've sort of approached the raise of voice aspects of talking to people and how they sort of view like blm mental health and stuff like that yeah Yeah, amazing that kind of softer touch you're hitting on the head with um I remember the first thing I wrote down when we started it was to like create a safe environment where people can talk about things that they might not want to talk about in other environments. And that was the main thing we, that's the main, the main, that's the main thing I put down anyway, because it was a case of raising a voice because it's, it's just having that space where when you make it more informal and less formal, then it causes a way, it causes it to be like, it's easier, it's simpler for someone to talk about it. And that's the thing we've figured out because we were like, we want to talk about these topics, but how are we going to get people to respond to our stories and stuff? It was going to be really, you know, um, serious. Maybe it's serious, mm. maybe yeah. a bit too serious people to go jump into. And that's how we figure out much. Make, yeah. make it more informal, make it more. Because then again, we've, we, we've got to have, we've got to be authentic because that's, I mean, being that is not really who we are, being too formal anyway. Well, that's it for another episode of the Supercent podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording. If you or someone you know has a story to tell, we'd love to hear from you, so please get in touch. And if you have a question you want answering, send it in to us using Anchor Voice Messages, and you can feature in a future episode. All the links are in the description. Stay motivated, follow your dreams, and as always, do it with a smile.